0: hi and welcome to duality and today i am here with aaron and we're gonna get into why do people cheat and we'll kind of start off and go from there and the layers of what that is and thank you so much for coming on to the show i'm happy to be here it's like really really powerful and important show that i've been wanting to do for a long time and i was having this conversation with my friend laurie the other day and it reminded me of the conversation that we had like, four years ago when we had met in um, when I was working, you know, and... uh,
1: At Zen, though.
0: Yeah, Yeah. at at the spiritual store. Mm -hmm. And how, like, the timing of everything that happened was just, like, so crazy. How the universe brings people together at the right time for, like, whether that's a conversation or whether that's just a moment or a glimpse. And, like, I was going through a lot of healing with um, coming from a relationship that I had gotten cheated on. And like, there was just so many different synchronicities that led up to that moment. And, you know, when you had stepped into the space and was able to, you know, feel comfortable and be vulnerable about some things, and, like, you didn't even know how much I needed to hear that conversation. And, like, having allowing yourself to speak from your experience and letting, like, you know, God kind of speak through you and move through the messages. Like, that conversation was so significant that four years later, you know, I'm having this conversation with my friend Lori on the phone, and I'm like, you know what? i'm like i think i have this guy on instagram still i need to reach out and see if he would be open to having this conversation again i know it's four years later but you know so thank you
2: yes
1: um yeah just walking into that store um you know everything happens for a reason you know we spoke about this um it was just a sign for me to go somewhere um to, to learn about you know different spiritual things and just to find the outlet to Why I was going through life the way that I was, you know, to find the answer while I was doing the things that I was doing. Um, And, uh, like, I met you and, you know, we had that conversation and, you know, and I opened up being vulnerable to you, letting you know why I was in there, you know. um, Just letting you know all the infidelity and the cheating that I have been doing. Um, And it wasn't wasn't right. And just me trying to learn why I was doing the things that I was doing, leading me up to who I was that day. So it was all a learning process, you know. I'm I'm still learning from 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 it all.
0: Yeah, as we always are, you know, like we go through these different experiences and and we learn or we think we learn and then we continue to move on, we realize, oh, I didn't think I learned that, but I learned a little bit more now, you know, and it's funny how like we revisit things too, like, you know, even talking about this topic now is so like beautiful in the way and important specifically to like what I've been experiencing now in like a healthy relationship moving forward past like kind of integrating and processing that healing that was happening at that time from my my ex and like all of the different experiences that I had leading up to that now being in a safe space where something that's been coming up for me recently is that now that I'm in a relationship where I feel safe and comfortable my central nervous system like tests me and is like oh do you really or like is it actually safe and then all these other things are coming up not because they're actually being provoked by anything that my partner is doing but because they have the opportunity to actually heal and kind of release so it's like in the past you know as a person who had experienced infidelity in my relationships um, especially like a long term one that I was in for five, like on and off for five years, it's like I had stored certain storylines in my mind, you know, and it came even before that. Like, it, but let's just, for the sake of this podcast and this and the time that we have, um, talk about the aspect of how it was coming from the place of feeling inadequate and not feeling like enough. So, like, these different instances where that was happening, it was like, attributing to that it was like it was magnifying that you know and um when I got to get to a different place of my healing and realize like oh you know it's not necessarily it's not necessarily my fault and it's not necessarily just their fault you know but there was the extremes like we were talking about before how it's like something that one of my exes had said to me is like you know there's a common denominator with you and everybody that you dated before like you got cheated on so don't you think you're the problem if you if you're the common denominator and naturally that was like an excerpt out of the point where he got like blasted and was shown that you know I seen what he was doing in this down third so he was kind of like fighting his fight to like deviate from the point the whole conversation which brought me to reach out to you and for us to be doing this is I said to my friend Lori you know for a long time I, I said that and I really like I, I believed it at first, and I went through that extreme, and then after it, I was like, "Nah, like this has nothing to do with me. Like this has to do with you," and then that was also an extreme. And I said to my friend Lori the other day, like, he was absolutely right, but not in the way that he thought he was, and that gave me the opportunity that I think that like, there's so many different aspects and conversations that happen when it comes to cheating, and one of the less talked about ones I think is like the accountability
1: accountability (laughs) like Like, you know it's so easy to blame somebody else you know or you know blaming you for the or you're the reason i cheated and things like that instead of taking that accountability for yourself and Mm -hmm. digging deeper to why you even got to that point why you even thought to even like let me let me go cheat Mm -hmm. um but uh i don't know where should we begin it's 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 a lot (laughs) it's a lot lot. you know it. it definitely is um uh, I mentioned to you before, you know, a lot of, well, there's two things. It's why people cheat. It's, it's my opinion. Um, it's your ego. Mm-hmm. You know, you let your ego get in the way of a lot of things. And also, you know, you're not disciplined enough to, you know, tell yourself, no,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: I shouldn't be doing this. Or even to weigh your options to be what's worth it, you know. And that's what people get, get mixed up, you know, discipline and ego.
0: Yeah. Absolutely and it's like it, it's even though our ego our ego is trying to protect ourselves in like some weird way and it's like always like it gets like a misunderstood our ego because like without our ego, we would cease to be alive because you know it would be we wouldn't have anything that was protecting us because our, our ego is like protecting us from our past. but the thing is is like if we don't keep ourselves disciplined, then we then our ego will run us rampant and have us recreating things from our past that, isn't actually protecting us. In fact, it's hurting us, you know? So it's like doing the best thing to integrate kind of our ego and like where we're at, at the present moment, like, you know, say something comes up and um, you know, you feel like you might want to be unfaithful or pursue something like really tuning in with yourself and asking yourself why, or having the discipline if you're not in the right mental state to even go there. Cause you know, sometimes there's alcohol or drugs involved and like, you know, or other influences, and you might not have the moment to get, like, deeply prophetic with yourself, you just might not, like, let's be realistic, so in that moment, that's where discipline comes in, and that's where, like, uh, applying that, and being like, all right, well, I know this is wrong, I don't want to hurt anybody, I don't want to hurt myself, let me go, like, let me just go, and then I'll sit with that, and maybe at another point, I'll revisit it, and then, you know, it's just, it's, it's on both sides, so, like, what I was saying before, too, is, like, the accountability, like, I needed to have the accountability taken, like funny enough, with I thought at first having that experience, I needed to have the like him take the accountability. Right. And then, you know, I also needed to take the accountability in one way. And it's true, like you do. Everyone needs that. And but I think we try to force closure before people are ready, because it's like some people if, if someone's not taking accountability, it's because they might have not seen really like seen or looked at themselves or had that introspection yet of like because it it could be scary if you want to unpack why you're cheating then you're gonna have to unpack the different things and the different relationships you've seen in your life like how your mother was treated how your sisters were treated you know were they cheated on like are these things subconsciously programmed into your brain like you know societally looking at the way that especially if we're talking about like more heteronormative like relationships where it's like you know the male is like this machismo man that, like, the more bitches he gets, like, the more girls he gets, like, he's looked at as, like, this, like, wow, like, I want to be like him. Everybody wants to be Um, like him. Of
1: of course, and that's that's your ego. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the society that we in today, you know, I'm going to be real, like, a lot of guys live that life. You know, the more girls you get, you know, the more of the man that you are. You -hmm. know, you're around certain, you know, guys, certain friends, and, you know, that's just how it is. Um, you know, the baddest bitches you get, the sexier and you know, you looked at it as oh that, that oh you the man. You mm-hmm. know, and it's just now again you start feeding that ego and you going out, you partying, you're doing all of these things, and now your ego's getting bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, you know, um you you have you start creating all of these bad habits and you know, these bad habits will eventually lead into, you know, you getting into a relationship. And now you can't control yourself and now these bad habits Lead you back into cheating. There might be a a, a ton of other reasons why people cheat, Mm -hmm. but like you said, it's that that's definitely one of them.
0: Yeah, I think that like another thing, like for anybody who watches Euphoria, do you watch Euphoria? No, all right, well, I've heard stories, but Euphoria is like a really uh, uh, it's for anybody who watches Euphoria, right, or will watch it. There's a story about like Cal, and you know, that's a classic like form of suppression on why people cheat. So essentially, like he is, like, actually gay, and, like, mm-hmm. he, like, settled down with a woman, and then, like, he's, like, cheating behind their back. You know, sorry, spoilers if you didn't watch it. You know what I mean? But it's, like, it shows you right in the beginning. It's not really spoiling. But it's just, like, I'm I'm pointing a light on that because it's, like, because he didn't allow himself to live the life that he wanted to live, when he settled down, got married in a relationship, then he was, like, out here, like, you know, having sex with, with trans men because, like, his suppression had manifested into this uh, niche like form of cheating so now it was like he didn't allow himself to fully express himself by like you know I guess having sex with just men like he was then having sex with trans men because it's like still the suppression of his own sexuality so like it's like it's wild how many layers cheating can get because it can be something upon sexuality. it could be something that has nothing to do with um which sex you like it could just be like you like what you like and you have your cake and you want to eat it too like you know it's it, it's about so many different indulges and um almost like uh, it's like it's another form of an addiction you know it's a validation mm-hmm. to you know
1: um <clears throat> even like you know you bringing up addiction now you're in a relationship right And now you're with somebody that you're not 100% comfortable with or you could be open and honest with. So, you know, you start watching porn. Now porn is an addiction for you. Um, And now you start looking at all of these different outlets and now you're not satisfied with the person that you're with. And you're looking through all of these categories. And it's just like, you know, when you're addicted to something, you're still trying to chase that high. Mm -hmm. So watching porn is just like you go through one category. You you got your need, your fix, or whatever you want to call it. And you're addicted to it, and it's nonstop. Now that category doesn't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Now you start reaching and searching deeper and deeper to some, you know, chasing that that high again. And now you're chasing this high on, you know, these porn websites or whatever kind of videos you're watching it into. And now you, you know, with your man or your woman or whoever you with, and now you're not satisfied. And that's, you know, another reason why people cheat. You know, you're not satisfied with that person. You're addicted to porn, and now it's just like, I'm gonna go out and find whatever it is that I'm watching, or yeah, it
0: can be like more matching that. Yeah, instead your, of
1: just being open and honest, you know, with your partner. Hey, listen, this is what I like. This is what I'm into. This stand a third, and let that be that. But um, a lot of a lot of people might not be open and honest, you know, when it comes to you know sex and them being addicted to porn and things like that. So
0: yeah, no, it's so true. And there's gonna be another podcast on like specifically like pornography and like that that topic mm. is like in depth of like so many things there's actually like a study on it about how um there's it changes like your physical appearance like there's so many things but I'll save that for another another topic another podcast but yeah no I completely agree because it's like whatever you're putting attention to you're you're feeding right you're you're kind of calling on to you're manifesting in a way of just putting your attention on so that's why it's so important that we make sure that we're putting our attention on Things that we actually want to grow, because if we're putting our attention on to things that we don't want to happen, it it's also like magnifying that, and that takes me back to like what the conversation that I originally had with Lori upon um, having this, you know, connecting with you to have you on to the podcast is like that was the topic at hand because I was unpacking the fact that like I needed to take accountability of that in my past relationships I was so afraid to be cheated on. I was in. I didn't create the space for someone to cheat on me, but I encouraged it subconsciously without being aware of it because of the lack of my own work and the things that I needed to pay attention to and my own worthiness and my own trust of myself. And each one of these relationships that I experienced infidelity, I was experiencing it with. I would say probably majority were nar- narcissists, and like mm. having that experience. Um, if you date a narcissist, you need to learn how to trust yourself or you will lose your mind. Like, that's point blank period. That's been my experience. Like, if you don't know how to trust yourself, you will literally take what they say as, you know, for truth. And what they're trying to do, as from what I understand with narcissism, is just, like, survive. And, like, and by any means. So, like, even if that's going to harm someone, it's just to get their gain. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know you were talking a little bit so, about that Yeah, before. so speaking
1: about, uh, narcissism, uh, i gonna be honest, you know, now I'm gonna get comfortable. Um, you know, my ex, you know, she told me that plenty of times, you know, being with her, like, oh, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist. I just let it go of my head. I just thought she was just talking out of anger. She was upset. You know, she just wanted to call me a name that, you know, she probably knew it would hurt me. Um... So I didn't realize what a narcissist was. You know, I've always heard the, the term, but never really knew what it was. So one day I looked it up, and you know we spoke before, and it was categorized a narcissist, sociopath, and psycho, a psychopath. And it scared it's, again. It scared the shit out of me that I would be categorized with a sociopath and a psychopath, and it scared me. And knowing the things that I was doing to her, and going back, and how how it would react, or Things like that, and um, it scared me so much that part of the reason why I was going to therapy was because of that. You know, my narcissistic ways, and you know how I was treating her, like cheating. Now I would, you know, like you said, it would be for your gain. Now I get caught cheating, and what would I do? I would flip the situation so I could gain, and I, it, you know, it wouldn't hurt me. If it hurt you, then I, as long as I'm good, I'm fine, and that was that. And a lot of people may not realize they may have narcissistic, you know, tendencies or ways, anything like that. And they just go day to day without knowing. So, you know, anybody watching, it's just like, you know, get in tune with yourself, you know, see, see your, your, you know, your ways, you know, how you treat people. You know, it's, it's not easy, you know, to really dig deep and to see who you really are and how you treat people. But, you know, spend some time with yourself to realize, you know, how you treat somebody in a relationship, you know, and how it's affecting them or, or you at the same time in your relationship, you know.
0: You know, something that is interesting, the difference between, um, you know, I think that narcissism and, like, especially with uh, with social media, how, like, people throw words around a lot, so it's, like, it, it, uh, it kind of saturates it. Like, for example, I know in, like, our generation growing up, like, everybody had ADHD, so, like, whoever actually had ADHD was kind of getting, like, Washed under like oh our parents like, everyone has ADHD like I personally have ADHD I got diagnosed old old like older I got diagnosed last year which women tend to, um, and, but I was like oh shit like yeah no I really have ADHD it's like the same thing that happens with narcissism like because I know I was like always yelling at my ex being like yo you're a narcissist like look that shit up like please you know and. A lot of people might throw that around and like that may be the case or that might not be the case but i i encourage anybody who has heard it and that don't that doesn't know the definition to maybe like learn about that or unpack that or even like to just like yo therapy is for everybody you know i know unfortunately sometimes it's not something that we can afford but as long as you know if you say you don't have insurance or things like that but it's it's something that if you have access to really you know there's resources that you can find ways to as well and like not only,
1: not only it's expensive, but there's all, all forms of therapy. You know, mm-hmm. you could, you know, sit by yourself, go for a drive, be alone mm-hmm. with your thoughts, um, have a diary, write certain things down, and go back to reflect to it. Um, you know, even you said you, you do voice notes, mm-hmm. things like that. So, I mean, if, if, th- if there's will, there's a way. So, you know, Absolutely. you may think, oh, I need a therapist. You know, you could find another outlet, to, you know, for therapy. Yeah. You know, listening to music is therapy. Anything,
0: you know. It's really just like listening to yourself, giving yourself the time and space. It's like the same thing as meditation. You know, meditation everyone thinks that you gotta be said like this and oming, but really it's just about breathing and mm-hmm. just being in the present. You know, that's meditation. You could do that wherever and however, you know. Um, but the thing that I wanted to mention about narcissism is that the difference, you know, I know that being in the in the square of like sociopath and of that can be scary, but the thing that people I feel like don't shine light on with narcissists, w- narcissists is like sociopath and psychopath don't have empathy, right? Mm-hmm. But like narcissists can, you know, and narcissists will still feel and just suppress that. So rather than just painting this evil picture of a narcissist, like a person who is a narcissist becomes one out of a survival tactic so like to just kind of bring balance into like the into the space of of um there's a lot of negative talk about it because naturally there's a lot of negative shit that happens with it mm-hmm. which i understand like i've been a person that experienced that with a lot of people but um everything has a reason you know like we were talking about like there's certain traumas that create these behaviors that then become you know um a category for us to fit in in some way and somehow. So it's like, you know, taking that moment to uh, not get so caught up with the words, but to just look at, like, you know, if you are a person that has been cheating or has that has cheated, you know, rather than just, like, necessarily, like, letting um, the negative talk kind of, like, steer you away from looking at yourself, like, just knowing that you... You're doing your best, even though that's hurting other people, up until the moment that you take accountability and start to do even better. You know, it's like, it's fucked up, but it's true because it's like, there is no victim and villain game. You know, we all have these experiences, and the more that we realize that even when people are doing fucked up shit, they're literally just doing the best that they can with their trauma at the time. So it's like, that might just be someone's escapism. You know, the same way someone's cheating is another person's doing drugs. Like, it's...
1: Sometimes people cheat and they they won't take accountability. And, you know, um, I admit that, that that was me, that you've been doing it for so long, it it becomes normal. You get you don't numb see no, to it. You get numb to it. You don't mm-hmm. understand someone, you know, being hurt by you cheating and it's just like, it's, it's nothing to you. So, you know, you really can't take accountability or see your wrongdoings when... That's that's just what you know. Yeah. You know, you don't see an issue with it. Like, oh, it's, it's not a big deal.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, it's in the past now. You just brush it off, you know. So, you know, you talk about accountability, but... If you're not awake and you're not understanding, like, the reasonings behind why you're doing what you're doing, then you will never take accountability for it.
0: That's why people need to step out of their comfort zone and go into different groups and stuff. Because if you're around a whole bunch of group of people and everybody's cheating, everybody's doing some, like, suspect shit, and then you're just living that life and you're never around any other groups of people, you're going to just think that all of that's okay and normal until, say, you step out of your comfort zone, you're in a different group of, of friends or people, or you go and you meet a different group or you do something new. And then you're like, "Mm, that's different. Maybe I don't want to necessarily do that anymore or maybe I want to shift that. But if you don't allow yourself to have like new experiences and you stay in your comfort zone, then you may not ever have the opportunity to like access your potential. And you also might be harming a lot of people in the process. So it's like really important to like step away.
1: I mean, it's hard. I mean, even if you, you talk about step away from your circle, you, even if you step away from your circle, now we live in a society where social media is a circle. Mm-hmm. You know, between Instagram and TikTok, it's just like that's what, you know, that's what you're seeing, you know, and that, you know, like you said, you know, subconsciously, this is what you're manifesting. Mm-hmm. And people are just posting certain things like, you know, now the big thing is like a sneaky link, and that's that's the cool thing and and, and things like that, but it's... How you surrounding yourself with it? That's what you subconsciously thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not only a circle it's, you know, what you surround yourself with everything, mm-hmm. you know, social media, any, anything you digest with your mind, you read, you listen to, you know, just have to be conscious of what kind of life you want to live. Which you know?
0: goes back to your point before. It's like it's really just about taking the time and space to be with yourself. You know, like, if you feel like you can't be with yourself and, like, you're constantly doing things, like, and I don't mean being with yourself scrolling on your phone. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't mean being with yourself watching a TV show or, like, I mean, like, like, really sitting with yourself. Like, can you actually leave your phone in your car and go take a walk, you know, in the park by yourself and just, like, or can you go take a walk in the park and then sit under a tree and just, like, allow yourself to sit with your thoughts? Are you that uncomfortable with them? And if so, then I, like, really suggest that you do that because then. You know, something's trying to talk to you. Something within you is trying to come up so it could be, like, processed. And if you don't do that, the more suppression, the more disconnected you are to yourself Mm -hmm. and, like, nature of everything around you, you know? So it's not even about, like, okay, like, it's cool to have the different experiences, you know, you go into different groups and stuff, but the most important experience is for you to, like... Like you were saying before, is, like, go go to your own therapy. Find your own space where you can kind of sit with you to, like, have a business meeting with yourself and be like, yo, what's going on? Like, are we happy with this? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So going back to, to you know, you're
1: talking about suppression, you know. Are are people out there suppressing who they are and just getting into, like, meaningless relationships, you know, just to cover certain things up? Mm -hmm. And then now you're in this relationship with somebody, and again, here comes the cheating because now... Mm -hmm your true self is coming out. You're mm-hmm. just suppressing that that feeling with somebody else, you know. Um, so she didn't, like, are you ready to even get into a relationship? Why do people mm-hmm. get into relationships knowing that they're not 100% real with themselves, yeah. you know, just to be with somebody? Is it to show face on social media that you want to be happy with somebody? You mm-hmm. want to show off? Are you in a relationship you know, to make somebody else jealous. I mean, it's it's deep. There's a a, a million, million reasons, wh- you know, why people cheat. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you just have to, like, really sit with yourself and understand what you're going through, mm-hmm. you know. Or even if it did come up that you was going to cheat, maybe be sit back and think to yourself, like, how did I even get here to this point? You know, what's making me even go this route? You know, do you not feel com- comfortable enough to talk to your partner like you know, I'm feeling this kind of way. I'm feeling that kind of way. Damn, I was about to cheat. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why I was going to do it, but I did that it. That
0: communication is, is, is the only way. So, like, Lori asked a question, and she said, so uh, once a cheater, always a cheater, question mark, you know? And it's like, I, I like I'll, and my answer to the question, I would love to hear your answer as well. My answer would be, like, not with communication. Not mm-hmm. with communication with yourself. And communication with your partner, because once you have that part, you don't need to cheat. Like, you, yeah, a person could cheat, but people could change. It's hard. Of course, it's hard to change after we establish routine and cycles, but it's possible. You know, what is your opinion on that?
1: Um, that goes to show. I mean, with anything, you know, if somebody mm-hmm. says once a cheat, always a cheat, if, if that's what you believe, like that's what you're gonna manifest. Yeah. You know, and if you should believe in change. Um, that's like being addicted to drugs or anything like that. So. Mm-hmm if you believe once a cheater, always a cheater, do you believe that, you know, once a crackhead, always a crackhead? Is, is that how it's going to be? Do, do you believe that nobody can change or will change, you know, mm-hmm. even change for the right person, the right reasons? Yeah. So um, that whole thing, once That's a true. cheater, always a cheater, I, don't, I necessarily don't believe that, you know. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, a lot of people do. You know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Or, you know, sometimes, I'm going to be real, like, you know, people have say that about me. You mm-hmm. know, if I'm if I'm with somebody and it's just like you know that that negative talk, oh he cheated this, that, and the third. You know he's never gonna change this, and that's what people really believe. Mm-hmm. You know, so it all goes back to like what you believe and what you're gonna really manifest. You're gonna put that on yourself or on your relationship,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and
1: that's what that's what the outcome is gonna be.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like you know, the, there's like a few different things too. It's like if 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 we didn't mean the way that we did and like had the conversation that we have and then also like intuitively like tune in and then check in with you and like have the conversation of like, Oh, would you be down to come back on this, on on this podcast and talk about that topic? Like you, you were accountable and vulnerable in a way that it's like you only see people hit a certain amount of like when certain people take a certain amount of accountability you cannot go back from that. You've understood a certain amount of truth within yourself, and mm. you it's hard for you to go back. Like, yeah, you can dabble, but, like, you cannot know that. You cannot know the actual reason why you're doing what you're doing. You can maybe suppress it, fuck around, you know, but then you're, you're going to, and, and as, you know, you seem like a stand-up person who's going to actively be growing and learning, so it's, like, the reason and the really incredible opportunity that that we have with you on the podcast is like that you have both spectrums like and you understand how they can both navigate if i felt like you were up here and you were still living that that life i wouldn't ask you to come up you know because yeah. it's like it's good to have a foot in one way and another you know but the fact that like you know you're you're living proof of that not being a thing
1: but it's, it's it goes back to change and you know it's not it's not easy mm-hm it's not easy. You know, you it's uh you know, how people say habits, you've been doing something for so long it becomes a habit. And now you wanna change your ways and change your way of change your way of thinking, how you think about things and it's 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 not easy at all, but you have to, you know, day by day, you know, work towards it a little bit more every day. So
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree and that's like it's just you know, once we get our feelings hurt and once we um get raw like about certain things like whether someone has gotten cheated on and like they're going to be naturally resistant to someone who has cheated same way if somebody has gotten hurt by somebody who is a drug addict they're going to naturally be resistant to drug addicts it's like it's a resentment right it's something that people start carrying and it starts manifesting um and finding a nook in their body so that they're triggered every time that happens but If you're triggered by a certain topic, person, place, or thing, you know, that's something that we need to look at within ourselves, too, you know, like, whatever that's happening, why that's happening, because then something's being asked to heal, something is being asked to heal. So it's like, you know, you could, I'm, I'm a firm believer of people that like, you know, you could be a great person, and then you can go to shit, but then you could be a great person again. You know what I mean? You could be a shit person, but then you could become a great person. And it's all up to you, your mindset, and your heart, and how much space you're willing to connect with, like, the dark parts of you and then communicate through that.
1: Um. Yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't know if people really are ready to sit down with that dark side of them or who they really are. You mm-hmm. know, I, and I've done it, you know. And it's not, uh, again, you know, it's not easy sitting down and realizing your truth. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's, it's possible. It's doable. So, you know, with this platform, I'll, I hope that anybody that's watching, you know, you take something from this and you really sit with yourself and, you know, ask yourself, like, you know, are you ready to be in a in a healthy healing, well, healthy relationship without, you know, cheating? Are, are you ready for that? You know, are you ready to be with somebody and, and not cheat? You know, these are the type of questions you, you got to ask yourself before you even get in a relationship, you know?
0: Yeah, because it's like at that point that don't be in a relationship, you know, like, if you want to be with multiple people, don't be in a relationship. Or if you do want to be with multiple people and you're okay with being polygamous, then communicate that with somebody because, you know, people out here living that life if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, not all people are like that. Like, you know, some people want monogamy and then they live a polygamous life. So it's like, you can't have both, <laughs> you know? Like, if you want a this life, talk to the person about it and maybe they'd be open to it. Maybe they won't be, you know, but like, are you afraid that if you open that door that that person would also be interested? And then how will you feel about if your girl wants to fuck somebody? You know, it's like, and that's like the, that's the possession. That's where, that's where the shit is. You know, like that's where the, the meat is. If you're looking for it, ask yourself, how would you, how would you feel if you were the other person, you know, dealing with you? Or that version of yourself, like, uh, or would you want your daughter to be with that person? Would you want your sister, or your mother? You know.
1: Um. Uh, I mean, hundred percent not. And that's that's as I got older. That's what I start to realize. Um, the things that I was doing. Maybe I wasn't. You know, I have a stepdaughter, and you know, maybe I wasn't showing her the, the right things on how her mother should be treated. Um, so now, now I'm a little bit older, and I'm starting to realize, like, damn, like I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have showed her certain things. She shouldn't have seen her mother go through certain shit or, you know, uh, that was just going through my mind. So now it's just, like, certain things that I do, you know, just this past Valentine's Day, like, you know, I I sent her flowers to her school, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: and Valentine's Day I spent with her. I took her out to eat, Mm -hmm. you know, just to show her something different, like, you know, whatever she might have.
0: standards.
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, you know, just that's me starting to realize my wrongdoings and what maybe she might have saw and what she's going to grow up to you know, accept uh, what she's not going to settle for.
0: Unless your redemption and accountability and it's like you're right in your wrongs and you're also paving a way for like a certain thing. Like, you know, she t- could have seen like firsthand, like, you know, some wrongdoings that she may have done. And then seeing you progress as a man is also showing her like humanity, right? Like, cause we mm-hmm. can do bad things sometimes, but it doesn't mean that we're a bad person forever. And there's opportunity to get better. And then in that better you're ge- setting a platform because that's something that we don't even think about a lot. Is like most of us don't even have standards.
2: No, like uh, men
0: and women no. like don't even have standards, and everybody in between. Like
1: maybe you do. I mean, some people may may have standards, and when some certain people don't meet those standards, you might just shy away from like, oh, okay, that's that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't you don't reach it, but you'll, or they you'll, have you like, just deal with it. Like, oh, okay. exactly.
0: Like like oh, okay, you know. I'm just gonna settle. Like okay, I have these standards, but. I like you, so I'm going to compromise myself because I see your potential and how it, you can maybe become this. But that, Or, like, you know, every person is guilty of uh, projecting what we want people to be, right? So but take people as they are because people show you. They show you. Uh, like, They show yeah. you right away. Like, well, if you want to know how somebody is, you just say back and you just let them be them and then believe them when they show you them. And it doesn't mean that that will be them forever, but it's them right now. So are you going to compromise your standards or your well-being to be with them right now because of what they may or may not be in the future, you know?
1: But now you're compromising yourself, and now an argument may, ha- may ensue. Now you're fighting, and now you feel, I let myself down because I compromised for you, and this is who you're You can't mm-hmm. be mad at that person for showing them who they was. Yep. You know, you could only just be mad at yourself, like,
2: for allowing I, it, I, I accepting
1: lowered my it. standard for you. Mm-hmm. I compromised for you, so you have to just accept it. You know, like th- That's th- like th- that's boundaries in
0: general. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like you know when you, when you do something you don't really want to do and then you get mad about it, you're like, oh, I don't want to really seen. do this. But it's like, that's your fault. Yeah. You should have said you don't want to do it. Now you have a person who literally just thought that you wanted to do something and then they're dealing with all of your attitude and sass because you didn't want to do it. Now you're dragging your feet. Don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain exceptions to that. Sometimes we don't want to do dishes, but we got to <laughs> drag our feet to go do them anyway. But like, you know what I mean? There's just like, you, you know what I mean by that? There's just, there's certain times it's, it's a boundary thing. It's about understanding what your standards are, what your it's okay to have expectations to a certain degree. It's okay to have like a certain generalized, you know, thing of what you want. You need to know what you want. But then also, like, be realistic and grounded in the sense that, like, you might get what you need in a different way, you know? So it's like you might want a person to look or be a certain way, but you might need someone to, like, be, act, and speak a certain way. And it's not about the looks. Like, you have to understand when God, when Creator, like, puts people in your path or, like, you know, you come across people or you engage in a relationship and, you know, maybe it's something different than what you had anticipated or maybe it's exactly what you anticipated and then they show you an ugly side of them and that's also when you have to discern, like, do I want to be in here? Do I want to really be in this relationship? Because I think that a lot of times, especially, like, when you hit the after honeymoon phase, like once you're done with the honeymoon phase and then like life starts happening and you have to start putting more energy into yourself and not them because that's really all that the honeymoon phase is is that you're both pouring your all of your energy and love into each other and then you start settling in and being like all right well i kind of have to focus on work and you i kind of have to you focus You're point, on you other point things. your
1: best foot forward and then you, mm-hmm. you get comfortable like you get comfortable in a sense like Now you're laying your guard down to let that person really see who you really are on a day-to-day basis. Who are you
0: on a bad day? Who are you on a good day? Who are you Uh, on the days in between? Like, who are you without your makeup or without your outfits or without, you know, whatever it is? So it's like, you know, once you get into that space, I feel like a lot of discomfort happens, and it's almost like you almost grieve, like, how good it appeared in the beginning, right? But then you have to ground yourself and either realize, like, what is it that I want? Like, do I want this, like, illusionary, like, love that's going to distract me from myself and what I need to do? Or do I want a partnership that I could do what I need to do and they could do what they need to do and then we can just kind of, like, Mac and link in between and, like, just be there for each other in a good way, you know, or whatever you look at as a relationship. But if you're just using people to fill a void out of your loneliness or settling – You may cheat or you may not cheat, but you might just settle all the time and then just be dissatisfied with your relationships, which is going to, one way or another, enable some kind of cheating behavior, even if it's not necessarily cheating, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like that's where the emotional cheating comes in. That's where, you know, and there's a fine line because it's like there's emotional cheating and then there's like also with the conversation that we were having before, it's like you can't have everything come out of your partner. You have to have platonic relationships. You have to have other experiences and other outlets where you speak to other people about different topics because if you expect everything out of your partner, you're putting so much pressure and expectation on one another, and you can also realize that you're probably projecting possessiveness in that mix as well. Yeah, and then,
1: you know, even just having that kind of friendship, um, now you're talking to the opposite sex or... Now people get jealous,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and the, the jealousy sets in. And they start to think, like, well, why can't you talk to them about this and you can't talk to me? Mm-hmm. That's just the chemistry that you and that person, person mm-hmm. may have. Um, and, you know, people just aren't, you know, I guess, how could I say... Um, just comfortable with just being friends because in the back of my mom and back of my mom, back of their mind subconsciously, they think that you're connecting with them on a deeper level and that's, Oh, they're going to cheat on me with that person. Mm-hmm. They're going to cheat on me with this person. You know,
0: that's why it's so important to have the, con- the, um, com- clear communication. Like, You know, baby, I love you, and I know you hate when I talk to you about my hair. So I'm gonna just go talk to my friend about this. You know, like, or even we don't have to even go into that depth. But the more you trust yourself, the more you're gonna attract partners that trust themselves, and that's going to also be like, you're you're gonna have moments of distrust, but then how? I think an important thing I know for myself sometimes, like even recently, like with different series of changes, and especially like when you're not, um, when you're not fitting like a, a societal norm. Like I had a lot of changes happen recently and like even in my physical appearance and like a lot of different things like that I felt uncomfortable about and insecure about and that coming up. And like when I get into that raw state, I start not trusting myself as much and not feeling as grounded. And even my, my partner, like she didn't even have to do anything to help me in in words without like, she just had to be herself. And her just trusting herself and being that way, like, reminded me, like, it grounded me. Like, her supporting me, but not coddling me. Like, her supporting me, like, I love you. I hope you don't feel that way, you know. I don't think that, you know. But but not like, oh, like, asking me up. Like, oh, but you look so beautiful. that Like, no, no, no. She was just, like, she was just hurt. And she was grounded. And she just trusted herself and trusted me enough to know that I'm going to bring myself back to myself. And, like, that is so that is, like... I feel that that's such a an important thing with trust too. It's like you can't give someone trust; they have to earn it within themselves. They have to remember, like you'll know who to trust if you trust yourself. If you trust it, if you trust yourself and your intuition, you, you'll, you'll
1: feel it. You you'll feel, feel you, it. You'll feel that's it. You know, like you'll feel when it when you're, you're around them, or you know, just having certain conversations around them. You let your guard down, and you feel you feel at ease being around them. Yeah. And, and again, everything that we're talking about is just you have to be awake enough to understand what you going through, what you how you feeling with around somebody, just knowingly what's what's happening, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, your body and your mind is gonna tell you everything you need to know about yourself. Um so, you That's know, pay I, definitely pay attention to all of that, you know.
0: Can trust be regained or once it's broken, is it a dub?
1: Uh, uh I would say depending on, you know, how you think. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if if someone cheated and, you know, they they're They apologize for it and you move forward. um, You know, are you going to constantly keep thinking about them cheating? You know, now it's just, now what? You know, are you subconsciously, again, subconsciously manifesting it Mm
2: -hmm. that it's going to
1: happen? Can you really get over it? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, now you broke that trust. You know, you're just going to have to leave it into their hands to see, like, if they're going to prove themselves to you. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all fucked up, you know, so let me make you feel as comfortable as possible that, you know, that's not going to happen again. You know,
0: yeah, but also not coddling like there's certain things because then that person also has to you have to regain that trust with yourself because it's like when someone breaks your trust, you also feel that you can't trust yourself, you know, so then you have to repair the trust within yourself as well. I think that that's the most imperative thing. Like once you I think that you can trust somebody else once you've already established like a solid space of that trust within yourself again because that like i know for me personally like i when she said that it reminded me and when you said that actually it reminded me of what my sister had said to me she's like yo like if you're gonna forgive him if you're, if you're gonna be back with him be back with him but you got to forgive him if you don't forgive him then don't be in the relationship and i was like so on the fence like because i wanted to so bad like especially because at the time i i had like i i threw him out my crib like I booked a flight to Costa Rica. I drank ayahuasca about it. (laughs) Not only that, but, like, you know, about, like, the loss of my father and a lot of other things. But, like, because I was so proactive about it right away (laughs) that, like, I I feel like I understood what happened way before, like, the timeline was going to give me grace to. So when I came back from, like, Costa Rica, I was like, oh, wow, shit. Like, I really understand why this happened. And... It was like a month later, you know what I mean? So I really needed to just give it space because I didn't fully forgive him yet, and I didn't fully trust myself yet. But I didn't because I had compassion because I understood why it happened. And then that's like a really bad, that's the most toxic place to be in is when you really don't trust that person But you're like, nah, but I'm gonna still be with them. And then you just like, you're waiting there. I remember being so toxic. Just waiting for it to happen again. Yeah, waiting for it to happen again. Or just literally everything, just like looking at, like I hated myself so much, literally being in his presence. Cause I was like, why am I here? Like, I'm like, oh, but I love him. But why am I here? Like, I hated myself for allowing myself to let him back in my life. So I was projecting that toxicity onto him. And we're fighting all the time like there was no in between because I couldn't forgive him so it's like at that point I should have just like you know stepped aside which eventually I did but like it's you know it's it's rough when you first go through that to like come to terms with it and I think that's why so many people have like those toxic exes like that are messy and go back and forth for so long because it's like Mm -hmm. yo y'all definitely do have like a love or appreciation like Mm. especially when you got years behind or you live with each other you know you have appreciation love and it's like you invest in time so there's so many different things that go into it but um but yeah yeah if like if you don't like like I'm just here to amplify that like if you can't really forgive them like just don't be with them because you're just going to destroy yourself and them and everyone else in the process and that's just like
1: but going back to you know trusting someone can you you know can they regain their trust so if you think about someone cheating you know now they broke your trust Mm -hmm. but them coming to you apologizing making things right making you feel comfortable um was the problem really solved? You know, them cheating is is, is deeper than them just sleeping with somebody. Mm-hmm. I think for for the trust to be regained, now you have to go back and dig into like why did you even cheat in the first place? Yeah, well, it's you like know, so if it's they're being proactive, like, if you could, find, if, you with could it. Find, if you could solve that mm-hmm. problem, on you know why you even got to that point anyway?
2: Yeah,
1: then you could be like, okay, now I understand it. Maybe we could fix that problem, and then now I could trust you instead of just being on some like you know i'm sorry the the roses the this the that mm-hmm. and you know
0: well they have to be <coughs> willing with tangible things like okay yo, i'm gonna go to therapy i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that like i it, it's
1: but you gotta constantly keep doing that work because yeah know, I, I'm, that's be not honest, just like, a
0: one do one you know, doing fix
1: I, you know i've said that before like yeah, i'm gonna go there i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but once you feel comfortable enough that things are okay mm-hmm. that's ah fuck yeah, it i ain't, I, I ain't shit mm-hmm. no more. like I, i'm good now Mm-hmm. but it's just how you constantly have to do that work day in and day out you know well, to you gotta actually, you. Really, you
0: like to want everybody. to that's really that's like everybody that's everybody would
1: you have to want to even though yeah. it's, you know that person you have to want to yeah because if you don't want to you're going to constantly keep doing it it's over. an
0: addiction it's like, it's like an addiction and over and over. it's yeah, like 100%. just like anything else it's like you know there got to be some like cheaters anonymous somewhere you know what i mean where it's like people come together and understand why i mean but at the same token that could be triggering too like sex anonymous when everybody just starts fucking each other so i don't know i don't know how productive that would be but i feel like maybe in theory you know so that that might be
1: good definitely you know
0: it's it's something like i think that there's a support system and then which also shines light on you know speaking on men's mental health and how like you know there's so much that goes into um you know it's like it's hard it's hard to put it into words what I'm what I'm feeling and what I'm saying, but it's just like more difficult, you know, in a space of society that more masculine human beings are like shown to like well, you can't have emotions or in these ways or, or you're a bitch and like you can't cry about certain things or, you know, you you just keep pushing, you just gotta make the money, you gotta do this and that and third. So it's like it's hard enough to even get into the space for you to really be like, Oh, okay, but you know, um I, I think I should really look at myself and, like, start taking accountability for myself because a lot of people are just, like, working so much, you know, or, like, have been shown that, like, that is not the way, you know. And, um, I mean, it's really for everybody. It's, like, men and women, but especially men because, like, I feel like, it's a lot harder for y'all to feel safe in a space to actually talk about your shit, even if you are in therapy. Like, I know p- plenty of guys that went to therapy that just didn't say shit in therapy. You know what I mean? Like, you got to want to go to the depth. Like,
1: yeah, and, and it gets deep. Like, you start yeah. to realize, you know, a lot of shit. You know, even like we talked about before, a lot of traumas that you had from your childhood is, you know, why you may be doing the things that you're doing now. Um Again, you know, you talk about Ben's mental health. I don't think that there's enough support, you know, around you or, you know, your, your circle that's going to support you in the right way. You know, if you are going through emotions and things like that, a lot of guys might be like, ah, fuck that, you know, brush it off. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you uh, like you said, you suppress certain things and with other things, going out, partying, different women, you know, whatever it is, and you're not really getting in tune with how you really feel. You're just mm-hmm. covering up. You know,
0: filling the void.
1: Um, yeah, th- and t- to keep it real, that's that's what I've done. You know, a, a lot of years, I might I might have been feeling a lot of different things, and what I would do, I would just go out every night.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I would party. You know, go clubbing, drink, pop bottles. You know, do all that shit. But at the end of the day, it wasn't really doing nothing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I would think like, oh, I'm fine, I'm good, go to work. You know, weekend comes, weekday, whatever it was, I I would go party. Yeah. But there was a reason why I was going out, and I didn't I didn't understand why. You know, but once you sit with yourself and you understand those reasons and you like, again, sit with yourself and understand it and it'll come to you.
0: I think it's the narrative change that needs to be said in the space of men's mental health, especially, is, like, you are literally the... If you want actual power, like, you are the most powerful when you understand all of your own weaknesses because then nobody can exploit you for them. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think is, like, if you need any type of encouragement to start diving deeper into yourself, knowing that part, I think, is really important because it's, like, no one can do shit to you if you are the one who's shining light on your own weak spots. Like, you could have blind spots all day, but if you're not looking to patch the holes, like shit is still gonna infiltrate you. You know, if you wanna protect yourself, the best thing you can do is learn about yourself. Doesn't matter what botanica you go into, what person you speak to, what thing you believe in, what kind of protection you could put on, how many stones you put on. If you don't know who you are, that ain't gonna do shit. It's not gonna do much. It could do something for a little bit, but it's always gonna be temporary because you are the like, you have to do that yourself. Nobody, no, that's an inside job. Like, nobody could do that for you.
1: So, you're talking about like weakness. Um, topic is cheating. So, again, you have to be disciplined. So, your weakness might be now you're on social media and you see girls in bikinis. Girl was a fat ass. Her titties are showing whatever. That may be your weakness. Mm-hmm. And now you're on social media and now that's, that's going to lead you into cheating because you're not disciplined enough to disciplined. be like, you know mm-hmm. what? Let me stop following that page. Mm-hmm. You know, let me stop looking at this video let me stop looking at that you know your your weakness might be going to the club weekend comes around popping bottles girls in your section whatever you're weak, that might be your weakness and now now leads to again cheating because you're thinking about all right i'm in i'm in a club I'm popping bottles i'm having a good time let me see what girl i could take home with me tonight mm-hmm. so um again you sit with yourself and you know <laughs> what's your weakness and you know once you start becoming a stronger person like now nah, i don't need to do that you're I' don't supposed to setting this. those boundaries with is I, sh- I shouldn't be I shouldn't be around you mm-hmm. know this person or that person being being be in the club that, like I know that's my weakness. I'm not strong enough to be in these type of situations. I'm not strong enough to be on mm-hmm. social media looking at certain things' cause i n- I know myself mm-hmm. you know
0: it almost makes me feel like um you know like it, it that people who are cheaters should almost follow the same that might be beneficial for them to follow the same like, AA, or, like, some structure, because it's, like, it's, like, identifying triggers, like, that's what that is, it's, like, identifying a trigger and understanding, having compassion with where you are, maybe at some point you could be on social media and won't bother you, but maybe right now, you being on social media is going to trigger you, so then have compassion, not do it, so, like, there's so many different, like, steps and stuff, so people for looking for any kind of, like, outlet or, like, understanding of, like, how to go about it, like, I'm sure there's, like, you know, like, what, I, that's just something that I would assume, but since I have you here and we're having this conversation, what are things that you have learned for yourself that, you know, has helped you to change that part of you? And, like, um, you know, what are things that you have done, instilled, so that that isn't something that is kind of going to blindside you that you can identify or look at when it's coming Uh, up?
1: Well, I I just want to be clear. Like, I'm not 100% changed. You know, it's just, it's a long process, you know, changing your your, your bad habits, your bad ways, and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, um... Again, just to make the conscious decision, like, should I be on the club every night? Mm-hmm. You know, shouldn't. Nah, I just, I just went uh, probably almost a month without a haircut. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's one thing. You know, you get, as a guy, you get a haircut. Here comes the weekend. And, you know, you want to go out. You want to put your best on, you know, to attract, you know, women and things like that. And th- I had to realize, you know what? If I don't get a haircut, I won't be out in the streets. You know, going clubbing or, you know, see a girl looking at me. Now I'm looking at her. And it's just like that That led into my, you know, bad habits. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually I do want to have a healthy, healthy and loving relationship. But, I, you know, these are the things that I have to fix for myself, mm-hmm. you know, so.
0: So even having that inner dialogue and just asserting that that discipline is like really big for what you've been like working on with yourself. Because like, cause like mm-hmm. you said, you're like, I asked myself, do I really want to be in the club? All right, well, I don't need to get a haircut every weekend. All right, well, that's going to save me some money, too. So, you know, fuck it. you know, it's like you find these different things and you realize, most importantly, the dialogue within yourself is asking yourself why you're doing what you're doing. And the thing that's, like, really cool about this episode is, like, whether you're a cheater or you've been cheated on or you've been affected by it in any way, shape, or form, everyone could benefit from ha- doing that regardless. Like, just asking yourself, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why do I want to do this so bad? Especially if you want to do it so bad. Like, if you have that, like, craving, like, I want to do it so if you If you craving, like, it's like a weird thing that I do is, like, I eat lemons. Like, I love lemons. It's, like, a really weird, mm. <laughs> weird thing but I, I love lemons, like, And I found out recently, like, if you eat lemons or have a craving for lemon, it's because your body needs vitamin C. I'm like, yo, the body's fucking wild. Are you serious? That's so cool. So everything, there's a cause and effect, right? If you are, you know, needing to post every single day and, like, say it's not about your business or say it's, like, just about you or, like, whatever the case is, like, ask yourself, like, is this a form of me empowering myself or is this a form of me getting validation, you know, and then where is that coming from and how is that benefiting you? You yeah. know, and, and then just being real with yourself, like, yo, it is a way that I get validation. Um, okay, so now what are you going to do with that information? Are you going to continue to do it or are you going to find other ways to validate yourself?
1: But even so, you know, people out there, you know, getting validation through social media, you know, f- from people that's not even in that, that space to even validate themselves. Yeah. So you're searching for validation from uh, somebody on social media for what? And it's not doing anything. Well, for to you. fill
0: a void, you of know, course, so you know, to, like
1: to, to to fill a void, of course. And you know, we just had the conversation. And, you know, I took down there's, there's no pictures. You know, I barely post on my story, just because you know, um, I was feeding into my ego. Maybe I was looking for validation. You know, to feed my ego. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Oh, he's in the club. He he's doing this. He's doing that. And I learned like I don't need people in my worried about what I'm doing day in and day out. You know, to see my every move or you know, for me to be validated from people that I know that really ain't worth, you know, me getting validate, uh, validated from. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Oh, you realize why you're doing what you're doing so then you can make different decisions. You mm-hmm. know, it's like we're all guilty of doing things like that, you know. And I think the most empowering thing we can do is validate ourselves because even cheating is a form of being validated. You're being validated by, you know, somebody else outside of your relationship that's new, that's like a different experience that you're having this thing. So it's validating yourself in the way that's like, Okay, wow, like, you know, somebody likes me. Now, it's like a really, it's it's even, you know, because we can correlate it to a lot of different things. I think one of the reasons why people cheat is because they want attention. And maybe that attention didn't happen when they were younger as a child, and, like, then, so they want attention always in shapes and forms. So when they're not getting the amount of attention, or if that attention from that same person for years isn't feeling as, like, that high feeling that, you're, that you initially got. It's like a pick-me thing. But, you know, that gets talked about a lot more with women than it does with men, you know?
1: Um, so if you're talking about cheating, you know, you're looking for validation, you know, then you're already fucked up. You know, if you, you, should, you should be validating yourself, and if you're cheating just for validation, you know, you, you have to be in tune with yourself. Yeah. You know, so you're searching for all the wrong things. um. So, I mean, just, again, you know, just be in tune with, you know, what you're searching for, you know, who you are as a person. You know, are you really happy with yourself?
0: So. Absolutely. And I think that I was just looking over here because there's some people commenting on the Instagram one. But, yeah, it's like it's that's what it comes down to is are you help, ha- are you happy with yourself? Like, are you truly happy with yourself? Are you are you happy with yourself if you're not happy with yourself? Are you happy with the relationship? If you're not happy with the relationship, why are you in it? Just say bye. And if you don't want to say bye, then why don't you want to say bye? Probably because there's some abandonment issues there. You know, so that's why a lot of people settle. And that's why a lot of people have codependent friendships and relationships is because they are afraid to be, once again, by themselves Mm -hmm. because of the abandonment issues that stem from our childhood, you know. And then that's why a lot of people who get cheated on stay because abandonment issues you know so they're like yo like i don't want to let this person go and also like i understand them and now i understand why they cheated and i think they're gonna do better and like but sometimes yo if that's true then let it go and if it's meant to it'll come back but if you try to force things the thing is like the universe don't like force right unless you're trying to push something away or push something to you in the way that is like but the thing is if you're pushing something to you it'll just and you're forcing it you can get hurt right like that's just the laws of physics when you're forcing something you're pushing something at a rate because it's not naturally doing something so if you want to have an organic experience and you want to have like an actual you know grounded relationship whether it's new old revamped or whatever it looks like you can't force nothing because once you start doing that now the suppression starts with the other person
1: so like you said you know um a lot of people get stuck on that saying, "Oh, if you love something, let it go, and it's gonna come back, but it, let it come back naturally, mm-hmm. organically, like let it just just come, mm-hmm. not that you go searching for it or now they're missing you and they're calling you and now you're taking it as oh it come it's coming back like mm-hmm. so it, it's it's for me, and you may you may misunderstand that that it's not coming back organically, it's just mm-hmm. coming back because they miss you, and it's just like nothing has changed, mm-hmm. you know. Just like with, with how me and you are, we we met four years ago in the store, and now we're here, and this happened. Yeah, and or, organically, organically, just you know, came just, into just it. Let, yeah. just let it be. Not really. You real. know, let things happen, and I think some people are, you know, so impatient that they just want to. They're afraid it
0: won't ever happen. Yeah, that's like, the thing. You know, mm-hmm. and because that, that's where the impatience is like coming from. A lot of times, it's like it's actual fear that it won't happen you know, and that's why people get so caught up in the in-between after cheating, too, like, in relationships, it's, like, you know, as long as, like, accountability is had on both sides, I think that, uh, like, partners can get through cheating, you know what I'm saying, it also depends on your own ability to forgive someone and heal from something, you know, if you know that you don't have it in you, then, then you know you can't, you can't forgive, so you got to move on, and then you know, vice versa, it's, like, if you just continue to run that same script, like, if you're just watching, you know, if it, it, like, and I encourage you to find out, like, you know, what did your childhood dynamic look like, what was the relationships that you were exposed to as a child growing up, like, you know, what was your parents, like, I ended up finding out that my dad had cheated on my mother for a year, like, and that's the same thing that happened to me, and it was, like, crazy, like, Mm -hmm. And it was, like, work involved. It was so weird. I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, generational trauma is, like, a crazy thing, you know? So it's like, if I'm attracting somebody, I didn't even know subconsciously I could be attracting this because this imprint and this cycle has been birthed into me for me to break, you know? Not for me to continue to live on. But I had to experience it so I can identify it and move past it. But, like, as I talked about in my previous, in a few previous episodes, like, for me personally, like... It was like a, it was a series of a lot of different things where um, even my sexuality, I realized that I was with men and like the type of men that I was with for so long because it was like uh, a pattern I needed to break. And then once I was like really identifying, ready to like, but I got addicted to the trauma, you know, like I would think I would miss my ex, but it was like I was addicted to the comfort that that trauma brought me because that's Mm -hmm. the shit that I seen growing up. So, like, when I, when I finally, like, kind of, when I was really ready to let it go, like, I did a fast where I, like, I was without food, water, and humans for four days. And when, after that, I was, like, oh, wow. Not right away. Actually, like, a series of shit happened. And then I was, like, oh, wow, like, I'm actually, like, gay. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm over here, like. Thinking like, why do I pick the romance? Like, because you didn't really want (laughs) to be with that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It was just mad wild, and it's like this whole time too. Like, I was, I was suppressed at certain things. Like, there was, there was a point. Like, I even mentioned it before. Like, one of my exes used to be really insecure the fact that like women would attract to me, and like, or that I would dress more masculine at times. They'd be like, "Oh, well, you can't get your nails done. Why can't you do this?" Ah, ah, and like, and like, you know, I guess an insecurity was coming out from him, but like. Rightfully so, almost in a way, because it was a suppression that I was doing. And like the biggest thing that he was afraid of, like that would make jokes of, like, oh, like, oh, what are you gonna you gonna get with this girl, you gonna do this other that? Like I almost did. You know, I didn't cheat on him with this girl, but I like thought about it a mm. lot. So like I mentally <laughs> cheated on him in that way. So it's like being mindful of, you know, Just being mindful. And also, like, now I'm going to speak on something that we didn't get into is women cheating. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: the difference between men and women cheating is a lot of things. Because, like, I could sit here and say, like, I never cheated. But women are cats. And men are dogs. And (laughs) men shit where they eat. And women, like, (laughs) hide their shit under the cat litter, right? Mm -hmm. They dig it up and they cover it. So I didn't, quote, unquote, like, cheat on anybody. But I have had loops, like, loopholes in which I maneuvered where we weren't technically together, right? So am I still proud of that? Do I still like that? No, absolutely not. Like, I, I, I understand that I had just enough discipline to wait until, okay, now we're broken up. All right, let me do this now. You know what I mean? And it doesn't make me better. It doesn't make me a better person. I had a little bit more discipline. I had a little bit more... Um, empathy in a certain way, you know that to not do it prior to that, but I still maneuvered in that way. So there's plenty of women that cheat. I know some women so that
1: yeah. So speak about uh women cheating. Um, how could I? How could I say this? Um, you know, men are out here, you know, chasing the women, chasing constantly, chasing the women with, you know, how they look, this, that, and third. They that's what they're chasing. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, women don't have to chase anybody to cheat. It just comes to them naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure any females that are watching, you know, how many guys are in your DMs? Mm -hmm. You know, how many guys that, you know, have a girlfriend or something like that in your DMs? So it's constantly there. Um, So you get to a point where it's just like, how many times can a girl say no? You know, how many guys are in her DMs or in her messages or that's that's around that she's going to say No, to maybe she's not strong enough she doesn't have the discipline that one day you and her get into an argument and it's just that right person that's in her her dms or she goes out that says saying all the right things and is she strong enough to be like nah me and my man's going through something right now i'm not even gonna go that route Mm -hmm. you know so i mean the the light is on constantly always the men cheating Mm-hmm. so it's just like everyone forgets about the possibility of a woman cheating absolutely you know, and i know plenty what, of women who have that's what men that's a men for men are known for just yeah oh you're a cheater you're a man you cheat but well, what about the women we just look it's look like past the, that. it's
0: the way we do it really mm-hmm. it's just like women are, women are like i guess more strategic in that way because it's like i feel like yeah i feel like with men it's more out of impulse if like a woman cheats i feel like it's I'm not and that's not goes for everybody could also be impulse at times definitely but um no matter what it's it's usually like it's some kind of feel good thing like it's like not also with men but it could be like oh I want to fuck I'm gonna have sex like she has a fat ass period like just blah 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 like point 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 like with a woman it'd be like oh this person like made me feel good like we had a conversation, or emotionally, there's something like invoked. And there's other, there's is certain it, I, women too I, that are it, just straight. Is it phys- real,
1: real emotional for women to cheat? Is that why you know women cheat because of you know they're connecting with somebody emotional?
0: I think I think majority of it is. Sometimes it can I be. think that.
1: I me mean, personally, I think that sometimes that might just be an excuse like women use to just just cheat. Like oh, you know, I was emotional and I had to. Maybe I don't know. You know why? Well, I mean, why so exactly, then what would
0: be the excuse for men?
1: Why Why men cheat? Because
0: a girl had a fat ass.
1: Yeah, it should, you know, <laughs> like she. was looking like yeah, you know, but but you
0: know, but what's worse, you know, neither both, of both them. <laughs> neither of them. Know, it's just it's, just, it's just, just, a just a different what attracts. It's like for with men, it could mm-hmm. be, and there's plenty of masculine women that might also resonate more with men. So when I said men and women, I want that to also be taken lightly because there's there's spectrums. So you know, there might be men that only cheat when they're emotionally or intellectually connected to someone too. Like I don't want to like just make it so black and white. Mm-hmm. But I would say like for the for the majority, at least with what I've experienced, it's like you know i know so i know of someone it's like a friend of a friend who like has a whole family and like a whole experience with that family and like she like had a work involvement where like this guy i think i guess was like emotionally mentally and financially stimulating her to the point that she was like all right like fuck it i'm going to do that and like is that okay no absolutely not like i don't condone like for the record excuse me for the record, I don't condone cheating, (laughs) like, and, like, that's, like, the, I want to put that on this podcast, like, I don't condone it, like, I've definitely had a fucked up experience of having, being cheated on, and then, um, and I, and I, I feel guilty about my, like, not even cheating on my, my exes, but, like, almost, you know, I, I feel guilty about that, so I can't even imagine, but, like, it's a conversation that needs to happen because it's shit that gets done in the dark and it's always going to come to light. So it's like how we can learn how to navigate these things rather than being blindsided on it. It's like talking about it. Right. So like, I'm not, I would have to have, a. am like, maybe I'll have a woman come on here who's like been an avid cheater. Like I can't give that perspective cause I, my brain don't hey. operate in that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> but maybe I got to like get a woman who's like, an avid cheater and like had and like is running through that in that way so I could kinda pick up. They're
1: gonna admit that they're they're an avid cheater?
0: I mean if they're if they're not doing it anymore then what do they have to lose? If they're still doing it then yeah. Like that's the thing. Like if you if you were a drug addict, there's no you could be like, yo, like yeah, I used to do drugs. Like I used to be addicted drugs. But if you are an active drug addict you're just gonna be like, What? No, I just get high sometimes. Yeah, but now
1: they're gonna come on here and have to admit that they are they in a relationship now, you know, not they are Well, they it gonna- takes
0: a lot of courage and that's what I've been saying all morning mm-hmm. about you coming up here and doing that. Yeah. So, you know, if you if you did that and you had the ability to do that, some woman somewhere might just you know. Yeah. Or if she doesn't and she'd like to just hit me up just slide on in my DMS and I'll ask you a few questions and I'll just put it on the podcast myself (laughs) or maybe I'll get one of those things like where it can blur them out. You know what I mean? Change their (laughs) their voice. (laughs)
2: voice.
0: (laughs) You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I can't, I can't speak on that. Like I can only speak on like, I would just say it's a validation thing just for like universally. It just manifests differently. Like, you know, I think it's like, you know, it's, it's all inadequacies. It's like, What is your weakness? Like, are you more to fold for somebody who's going to do, like, financial things for you? Or are you going to do something? Or maybe somebody, maybe they're in a relationship with somebody who's, like, not thoughtful at all. And then some guy at work is, like, mad thoughtful and doing all this shit for her. And then eventually, like, she catches herself in a position. And then that happens. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many different things and aspects that that happen that way. But I, I don't know. So you when, you,
1: when uh, again you mentioned weakness, and this is just me being honest and real, you know, for people that are watching, um, one of my weaknesses was, and it was, you know, I'm a Leo, we love attention. Mm-hmm. So not only that, you know, being a narcissist, you, and that's the whole time I'm looking at your cup. Being a narcissist, like you, you want to fill, you know, whether it be love, attention, you want to fill your cup to the very top of whatever it is that love, attention, all of that. And once you feel like your cup is full you know that's it it's just like all right i'm good now Mm -hmm. and then it's you know on to the next Mm -hmm. you know so that that was one of my weaknesses you know waiting to get get my cup full of what i wanted from a female you know love attention you know sex everything and it's just like all right i'm good Mm -hmm. i'm straight and that that, you know (laughs) and that that was my weakness
0: yeah but like what what determines like your cup being full also I want you to oh. see your your, cut, your uh, compliment but where just it up and bounce back but
1: but my cup being full would be you know <laughs> you're welcome a, um my cup being full again is just you know just nonstop attention mm-hmm. you know like i'm 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 there everything I'm there all they they're giving me everything all their love all their attention and that's that was feeding my ego it was feeding my ego mm-hmm. it was filling my cup. And then the once it got once it got too much, I'll just stray away from my eye, cool. So I have a
0: question for you. So when you found like when you were with girls like that, right, and they say they did, say they gave you all they had to give you, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of girls would you cheat on them with?
1: Um, like
0: what were the type? What's the type difference?
1: The type of female. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would get to the point where it just be like you know. Now it's just like what else is out there? You gave me if this was your all mm-hmm. and you going to the extreme to the limits, it's just yeah, like Yeah, I had it's, this
0: flavored ice cream for three weeks in a row. What's what's this other it's, flavor? It's just like
1: no nah, stop, you know, mm-hmm. like you gave me that, what can she give me? Mm-hmm. You know, how how what what how far is she willing to go for me?
0: S- so what determines like so you know, there's different types of cheaters, so it, is it like wh- would you have like relations? With like, would it be just like oh, okay, I'm I'm sleeping with this person, or would you have like full blown relationships, like full blown relationships multiple times, or like a combination of both? It was a combination life? of yeah. both.
1: Okay, you know, it was a combination of both.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. Like, do you feel like maybe whatever you were like, you were, your your cup was full over here with attention, <laughs> and now you wanted a different kind of attention? What what kind of attention was it? Just like something new? What do you think that it was?
1: The attention would be like. You know something that they never had before. They never experienced before. Like, mm. oh my God, he's a breath of fresh air. He's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they was dating all of these wrong kind of guys, and now here I come, and they just, like, oh, this is this is who I want to be with, and that fed my ego. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm the man because th- I'm the catch. You know, you mm-hmm. you after me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would it, it would definitely feed my ego.
0: So like once it wasn't like once you weren't the catch anymore, it's like once you once you're settled, it's kind of like that could be the triggering because it's like that, you want that that new satisfaction. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which I think is a human reaction, which brings back to like what I was saying before, like after the honeymoon phase, because that's the honeymoon phase. It's almost like cheaters are looking for the honeymoon phase in every kind of interaction because the honeymoon phase, you're giving all of your attention to your partner and when like I, not other things.
1: But I ended up getting numb to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Numb to, you know, just them giving me the loving. I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I knew what, you was going to do. I knew how you was going to do it. And I just got numb to it. That is just like, I'm just waiting to move on again, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but then I started to realize, you know, that that is my weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I really don't want this. Yeah. You know, it's it's not benefiting me in no way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just wasting time. I knew at the end of the day, they was going to get hurt. They wasn't going to get none out of it. And, you know, i was just like, I can't keep filling up my cup. At the end of the day, with emptiness, because that's not what I wanted in my cup, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, and you can't pour it into other people's cups even mm-hmm. you, if you wanted to, because it's just like an illusion of water being in it.
1: But even so, like, you know, sometimes thinking, like, if I was pouring into somebody else's cup, it wasn't necessarily genuine and real. It might have mm-hmm. came off as genuine and real, yeah. because I that that was the situation at hand. But
0: Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what part of it you needed to put forward to get what you wanted mm. you know it's like when you want to get a job and you're like yeah i worked at all these bars but you didn't yeah <laughs> you know or like it's 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 just um you know to get what you wanted which you know i'm sure like you done a lot of work to like unpack like deeper than that you know that was just a surface thing i didn't think we got to talk about because mm. we talk about a lot of the depth and it's like okay but before we get to the depth like how do we even get there <laughs> you know like what were the things or like um you know, so what do you think can be done to, like, avoid cheating, you know, or, like, especially as, you know.
1: Well, it depends on, you know, once you find out your reason for cheating, why do you, why, why do you even think about cheating or who you with? And, again, um, you know, understanding your weakness, mm-hmm. you know. Even before you even get to that, you know, now you're thinking about yourself in a relationship. Are you ready to be in a relationship? You know, mm-hmm. should you be in a relationship? And these are the things that you got to deal with you know um mm-hmm. so that i mean that's that's what i think
0: yeah yeah it's really just about knowing yourself you know that's like with anything just with anything that's true yeah. well thank you yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming on here and yeah, talking so no about more cheating. this no, yeah no, no, much no cheating. more
1: cheating men and women no mm-hmm. more cheating um
0: yeah take yeah, accountability if
1: you, uh if you if you are in a relationship now you watching this um sit down and have an uncomfortable conversation with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever you with, and, you know, find out the truth about Yatsu. You know, Mm. it it might get uncomfortable. You know, you might learn some things about yourself. You might learn some things about your partner. It might work out, you know, for the both of you. But just know certain things will be said that will make you feel uncomfortable. And when you have uncomfortable conversations, you have to put your emotions aside to get to the bottom line, to get to the point, you know, and so you can eventually move forward. If that's the relationship that you wanna be in or that's who you wanna be with, you know, these are the things you have to you know, eventually have to go through. It takes it takes a lot. You you know? Life's about living and day by day and you're gonna learn every day. Um, if you are with somebody, just know at the end of the day, you know, you're both growing. So, you know, if you're gonna be with somebody, grow with them. And then eventually if you start, you know, Like you said before, you know, you start looking at the honeymoon phase and what things used to be, then eventually at at that point, you should realize you two are growing apart and not growing together, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know. Um,
0: And just communicate. Because the thing is, is, like, you got to see what's worthy of, like, what. Like, I feel like a lot of people cheat when they don't, when they're unsure or when they're insecure, too. Like, when they're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Or, like, hmm, maybe I should just, like. Let me let me just put my egg in this basket because at least if like something comes and breaks these eggs, I have something somewhere else, right? It's like a reserve, so, oh. an illusion of a reserve.
1: So just saying that, like you know, eggs in a basket. Another thing I'll be honest with is just, um, you know, sometimes some people cheat because you know they in their mind they already thinking about you know insecurities. Oh, maybe they cheating. Mm-hmm. So maybe if I cheat, you know, I'll cheat with two or three, four or five girls. So if you cheated one dude, well, It'll
0: hurt less. It'll
1: hurt less because, <laughs> you know, now, once you find out what's going on over here, now nah, I won't be hurt. Now you'll be hurt more than me.
0: Yeah. Know? For and the it's record, a it's like... the way of
1: thinking, but that's just me being honest and
2: being real.
0: No, it's so true. And I think that that's something, especially with men, like, that I've seen happen. Like, a lot of times it's like, I'm going I'm to get a reserve. But then again, that you're manifesting that. You're manifesting that one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that, that girl might have never cheated on nobody in her life but that one might be just, like, close, this close to happening because of, like, the fear. You know, I, With the, I think, like, a lot of, you know, people and, you know, people in general, not just men, but, like, you know, experiencing, like, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be made embarrassed by this girl. Like, at least if I embarrass her behind her back a few times, like, if she embarrasses me, I'm like, well, I already did this. So yeah. it's less embarrassing. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's a safety precaution, you know, but that lack of trust, if, like, but the thing is, if you trusted yourself, right, then you would trust that you chose the right person who wouldn't do that. So it goes back, once again, to trusting yourself.
1: But being that you manifesting as a man, you you might have insecurities.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, one thing I can say, you know, to the men are watching, you know, be comfortable with yourself, stay in your own lane, understand you are who you are. You know, the, the insecurities you're going to put on yourself, you know, that she's going to cheat with another man, you, you, just, you just putting yourself in a hole. You know, and the securities as a man, and this is what I think, you know, what, what a guy might think of. Like, you got a girl, and she might be around, that. there might be a dude that you might think like, oh, damn, he's well put together. Mm-hmm. He might be, you know, more attractive than him. I mean, maybe th- these are the things guys think about. Oh, maybe he got a, a better body than me. Maybe he got, you know, a better car than me, a better job, more money. And let's be real, sometimes a, a big insecurity for guys, when you look at another guy, that's around your girl is just like, damn, does he have a big dick than me? Is he going to please my girl better than me? Mm-hmm. And once you get rid of all those insecurities and you stay in your lane, you'll be, you'll be all right. You'll be untouchable. Yeah. No, nobody else would, 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 would matter. So you would feel comfortable with your girl being around anybody well, because you're secure it. with who you are. Yeah, and that's thanks. just what it is. There's always going to be somebody better than you and mm-hmm. somebody that's, that's just what it is, you know, below you. Mm-hmm. So just just understand who you are and stay in your lane and, you know, do what you're doing with confidence.
0: That's so true. Because like knowing your worth really yeah. is like once you know your worth, that's the best thing. Like when you have someone that's confident like that, like why the fuck do you want to cheat on somebody who's confident? Like you don't want to cheat mm. on somebody who's confident. You don't want to be like and, and like or you don't feel like you're going to be cheated on as much either because you're like, yo, I, I trust myself so much. I know that I feel like something's off, so I'm gonna head out actually before you even get the chance to cheat on me because I'm confident in myself and my intuition. So it's like having the confidence and like actually generating legitimate confidence that comes from understanding yourself, not cockiness that comes from portraying like you understand oh,
1: yourself. Oh yes. You know, so it's don't like the get, Don't get don't get that that mixed up, you know, with cockiness all the time. Uh, you know what you have with to confidence. work hard
0: for confidence. Cockiness is free ninety nine at all of our just dis- like it, and and it don't do nothing like it's it in fact it it'll push things away that are actually meant for you once you when you pretend to be cocky, you know. So it's like, no, that's really important. And a lot of the things that the reason why men cheat, a lot of the reasons that women cheat, it's just we just manifest things differently. You know, we just move through th- different things differently, and there's different societal pressures on each of us in different ways. You know, so it's like. The same thing with women, you know, like feeling like you're, like look at all the IG models and all this on the third, like when you're not feeling like yourself or you're not feeling like your prettiest or so your body's display or, you know, it's to, to be alive and to not have body dysmorphia, probably men, w- women, everyone in between is like pretty impossible at this day and age, mm-hmm. I feel like. So it's just about being like, you know what? that, my body's perfectly designed for me and it's only going to get better the more attention I put onto it and if that person's really meant to be my partner, they're going to see that too. And that goes with our body parts too and that goes with, you know, our, when it comes to men too and like having, like measuring, like, you know, dick size is not for, I, mean, I don't have a better way to say it in this moment, but it's like each person that you're going to be with is like the, the same difference, like, when you're talking about sex and when you're talking about intimacy, the only time, like, size and things like that are going to matter is, like, when the person is only looking for that within you, you know? Like, when you're actually intimate with people and you're talking about, like, that kind of way is, like, people are going to, like, your bodies will literally be made for the people that you're supposed to be with. Like, it's crazy because, like, people have kids with people that, you know, they've been with for a few months when, say, they were with somebody else, but they never had kids with them, you know, and they were with them for years. Like, our bodies choose who we should be with, and then bringing it down to, like, the energetics and, like, the things that, like, um, understanding, too, like, who you lay with and who you have sex with, like, that affects you. Like, I have a rule of thumb that, you know, in, that I've stated for myself, like, if I wouldn't want to be that person for a day, I won't sleep with them because I don't want to carry that energy, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, When when you sleep with somebody, like, we can sit and pretend all day long, like, it's not going to have an effect, but everybody slept with somebody and then woke up the next day and felt mad off.
1: Damn, I shouldn't And didn't know that why. That, yeah.
0: yeah. And, like, regardless if that's, like, if you're cheating or not, I mean, I would assume especially if you're cheating, but the thing that – something that's actually really fucking important, when you are cheating and then you go home and fuck your girl, like, that is now – you are now connecting her to the web of – of chords that you've connected yourself to mm-hmm. with all of this network so now your girl isn't even doing the dirty or, or your man either way it doesn't matter either or like your your partner isn't even doing it and they're having the repercussions of that and a lot of times like that manifests and something for cheetahs to also know which like i'm not wishing this upon this is just like Like, I I don't know why we pretend like uh, sexual transmitted diseases is something that doesn't exist, especially when we talk about cheating, different things like that. Like, a lot of times these illnesses, I truly believe that all of our illnesses manifest through like emotional, energetic, and things like that. And like, there's like a root, there's root causes to things, like things just don't happen, right? So like a lot of sexually transmitted disease, you're that much more prone to having that. Like, there's plenty of people that like, I know my mom works at a clinic, right? So uh, there's women that are certain religions or come from certain backgrounds that were virgins, and then all of a sudden they're getting gonorrhea and then she's like, "Oh fuck, my husband must be cheating on me right because yeah. you know these different aspects that, that that happen you know so it's like like how else could it happen? So just being paying attention like not only can you get sexually transmitted disease if you're out here just being fucking wild, you know at, or you can end or you're guaranteed if you're not if you don't know who these people are to get sexually transmitted demons like what we were talking about before like energetic exchanges like you have an energetic exchange with everybody you're putting energy into like in general we're having an energetic exchange right now as we're talking to other people who are having an energetic exchange with us listening and contributing their energy to us in this moment Now, when you have sex with somebody, you're making it that much more intimate and that much more connected to you, right? So, when you have sex with somebody, it's, like, the most intimate, like, and physically close thing that you can do. So, now, you know, like, you ever know, like, when you have, like, a a bad conversation with somebody or whatever and you have to, like, shake it off, like it's like that times fucking 10 because whatever it was was injected into you at a a point like potentially but you know some
1: people may not be aware of it they're just Mm -hmm. only looking for the the quick satisfaction yeah let me just get you know get this nut and and that be that not knowing Mm -hmm. how deep having sex with somebody can really be and a lot of times you might just have sex with somebody and not there might not be no chemistry might not be no intimacy there Maybe you just, you know, again, you know, you feed in your ego and it's another notch in your belt. So you could go and say, yeah, I took that down. Mm-hmm. I, I had sex with her. She did this and she did that. Um, again, it's just like, you know, when you cheat, you, you think to yourself, like, damn, was it worth it? You know, yeah, some girl it, may again. look look amazing. She has a, you know, crazy sex appeal, but it's just like now when you sleep with her you cheat on your girl with her, it's like, damn, this shit was whack. Like, yeah. wow you know why did i even do it you know
0: mm-hmm. it wasn't worth the risk it, and like it
1: wasn't worth the risk and it wasn't even worth you know you chasing that that's that quick satisfaction because now mm-hmm. wasn't what you what you even like you know she yeah. wasn't the type of girl you even thought she was
0: well bringing it down to also why is it that we do have sex you know what i mean cuz like at the end of the day like when we're having sex like everybody could dress it up to be as numb as they want and like oh yeah no i just want to you know feel we want to feel good that's the that's the numbest thing you can say about it. No mm-hmm. matter what you, you want to feel good, that it's, it's like you literally the the hormones that come off in your head and, and your body and the sensations you want to feel good. Also, you want to connect. Like you want to connect. So like people forget that part. Like where are you. Uh, we're human beings. Like individual, Individualism is so glorified. Like, I'm going to make this on my own. I'm going to make my own empire. I'm going to do this on my own, blah, 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 blah. What about your village? What about the village that helped you raise a kid back in the indigenous times? What the fuck happened to that? Colonialism, colonization, all this shit that was meant to separate us. Why? Did the colonizers want us to fucking know our power? Absolutely not. They wanted to suppress it. So when we think about connection, it's not a weakness. It's a human Fucking quality. If you're alive, you want to connect with people. Some people do it online. Some people do it when they're like having conversations. Whatever the case is, but when you want to have sex, like that might be your only thing that you think you have to offer. I know how to get what I want. What I want is like I could finesse a girl and I can get her into the room and I could do something and I'm gonna get the validation in the process too. And then ultimately, you want to feel good. and You want to connect.
1: Yeah, but but even so, you know, thinking about getting a girl in a room and. You know, she not. She may not be aware of who she really is. So now mm-hmm. it's just like you, you finesse her to get her in the room, and you know, it wasn't really you know you're doing. She just let her guard down, just like all right, whatever. And now it's just like it was just wasted. You know, that's the only thing I could think of. Like it was, it was just wasted. But you, at the same you,
0: token, with her, f- her too,
1: you finessing somebody and mm-hmm. it not really being genuine or mm-hmm. organic. Like now that sex session you had wasn't even worth it.
0: And, and the risk is that both of you are getting that because in order for anybody to make a connection, you have to meet on the same frequency, right? Mm-hmm. So you either had to lower yourself to get there or she had to lower herself to get there. Either way, or you had to rise up either way because like, there's potential for that. I'm not going to put spectrum on, on vibrancy. But like either way, you had to change something that wasn't organically happening. So you both suffer the consequences after that. Now, you both don't feel good, but you're going to pretend like you do and then keep mm-hmm. pushing so but,
1: but even so, like you know, you know, not wanting, not waiting for anything to happen organically, you know, maybe we just becoming patient that we want something, and we're comparing, like, oh well, this person is getting that, this person, and you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, I put up a quote the other day that I said, "Comparison is the thief of joy." Mm-hmm. So, you know, now you start to compare yourself. You know, whether you're on social media, you have friends in a relationship, you hearing stories of you know, sex stories or whatever it is and now that's what you're chasing that's instead of just letting just things just be you know let it come you know there might be a girl that that might be for you that she's going to come your way and you know everything's going to be just how you want it mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah well, it's about just finding who you are because at the end of the day you know going out and having sex with somebody going out you know uh, for no reason right or like going out and doing anything for no reason seemingly no reason no conscious reason yes subconscious reason is always going to be unfulfilling after a certain point because you're running away from who you are. You're running closer to something that's a a quick fix and anytime we look for something that's a quick fix it just manifests into another addiction mm-hmm. someone who's coming off the heroin and they and they get boxing now all of a sudden they're addicted to that you know what i'm saying so there's just there's so many different things it's so interesting how like there's a lot of drug references with this but topic it's, but it's, it's so it's real an, it's an
1: addiction it you really know? is so now you're still chasing that high so yeah you might could have cheated once and it was like amazing you cheat you have sex with somebody and now you're done with that person now it's just like you, you don't speak to them again, anything like that, and mm-hmm. now you're still chasing that same high or that same sexual chemistry you have with that person, mm-hmm. you know, that you may not be getting with, with your partner, yeah. you know. So now you're addicted to like going out there to chase it, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's, yeah, and like, and there's like the expectation, the expectations too, and like the society, we kind of talked about like polygamy a little bit and things of that sort, but like, um, even like open relationship, like sometimes. When you just don't have the confines of what uh, monogamy, like a monogamy prison is in like the toxic society of what we live in mm-hmm. is like I like one time I ha- I was in uh, an open relationship and like we decided for it to be in an open relationship um, because not to be with other people to just try something to see if we like didn't need if like like what we what we actually wanted, you know, and um like it did not end well like let's just go there <laughs> you know but for me personally in this in this particular situation but the thing that i thought was really beautiful was like you know we had the opportunity to be like yo like i w- my intention of what it was i always said if if we don't feel like we need to suppress the fact that you're gonna go out you're gonna think other people are attractive that's the thing you could be in a long-term relationship. You could be married for 20 years, whatever, and, and in a healthy marriage. And, like, you know, because that year is only shit. But, like, you could be in a healthy relationship. And you can go out one day, and someone could just be mad attracted to you. You'd be like, wow, that person's amazing. But there's something about taking a flower and picking it. Then you take its life away, and it can't grow anymore.
1: Instead of just enjoying it for, for what it Instead is. Instead of
0: just walking by the field and mm-hmm. looking at that mm-hmm. flower and being like, wow, it's fucking beautiful. I'm gonna leave it alone. I don't need anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. I could just acknowledge that it's beautiful and leave it alone.
1: But when you when you out and about and you f- think about somebody attractive, I mean what what's one thing that you think about as a man, you like, damn, she's bad. And then you start to think about like what would sex be with her? Mm-hmm. You know, and then then that's when you pick it and now you start now you're chasing it, you know. So maybe, you know, like you said, just leave it be. If you do well f- well human, you are gonna find somebody attractive, mm-hmm. you know, however they dress, however they look. You know how they might walk by you and they might have a certain scent on that, mm-hmm. or, you know, drive you crazy and just, just leave it at that. It just is what it is. You know,
0: yeah. the thing is, I think that is just allowing yourself to be like, oh, wow. Yeah, I think they're attractive. And then letting it go. Like when you're like, no, I'm not allowed to think that they're attractive. Like, oh, no, I can't do that. I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something wrong. That is how it manifests into shame. And that shame manifests into doing the same shit all over again. So it's about being like, yo. For us to expect that we're not gonna find other people attractive, it's just like yo. Like sometimes, like I just might not want to fucking know about it. You know what I mean? Just say it. To, keep it to yourself. Like, now
1: that's that'll be an insecurity. Like now you're in a relationship with somebody, and now are you gonna just think like, damn, you know, she looks good, mm-hmm. or, or your girl be like, oh, you know, babe, he, he he's kind of hot, you know. And sometimes maybe a man, you know, don't want to hear that because now he's thinking mm-hmm. to himself like, damn, my girl like that's the kind of man that she, that she wants now
0: i'm not enough
1: now i'm now mm-hmm. i'm not enough and now his in- insecurities are kick in but That might not be, it's communication. It's all communication. That's not what, you know, she intentionally said. Mm -hmm. She might just say, like, oh, he's attractive. So then you set a
0: boundary, and you're just like, hey, babe, like, you know, right now I'm really not feeling super secure about certain things. You know, if you don't mind, like, I thank you that you feel comfortable to say that Mm -hmm. to me. I mean, but but you have to get
1: on that level. Like, you got to, with yourself
0: and then with your partner. mm -hmm, You got to get on that level because, like, yo, sometimes that happens. Like, yo, sometimes I could sit there and be, like, with my girl, like, yo, Oh my God, I think that they're attractive or this or whatever the case is. And there's other times where I'm like, I don't wanna hear it right now. I'm not feeling great. Like and I'll straight up tell her because if I don't, then I'm gonna resent her. Oh yeah. If I don't, then I'm gonna be like you know what I mean? Like and there's certain things that come out at the times that they have it's just about being real with yourself and not feeling ashamed to be a person. There's gonna be days that we're gonna feel super confident. It's gonna feel be days that we don't.
1: But when you're not real with yourself, again, I forgot all about that word resentment, but you're not real with yourself. You don't have communication with your partner. It's just like you're gonna start resenting them, and do you start to resent that person that now all of a sudden at least leads you to cheating now?
0: Now you have a valid excuse. It's not much easier, right? It,
1: it, it's not, but it's just like it. It all plays a part to just be like this, this, and this, and well, that's that's my cue for for cheating, mm-hmm. you know? or
0: breaking up too. Like some people, some people cheat, and some people break up early i have to like talk myself to not break up with people i'm like i just like in my in my head like because i like i won't try to just be like all right i gotta go but then it's like but but you don't like you just have to deal with an uncomfortable stage same thing like oh i gotta cheat no you don't you just have to deal with an uncomfortable stage and then after you get out of that uncomfortable stage you're like oh no this is actually what i wanted well thank god i didn't do that shit because i would have been pissed off and now i've fucked up everything and then vice versa because the same thing is like we all react to things differently You know what I mean? If I feel like something's getting pulled away from me, I might not go look for it in another person, but I might just isolate. I'll be like, you know what? Actually, I don't think I should date people at all for like a year. And then I just do that. (laughs) But being that
1: you said we all react to things differently, I think, you know, you won't communicate with your partner because you're afraid of how they might react to it. Mm -hmm. You know, even like you just said, like you had an open relationship, like maybe there's somebody out there that might want that, Mm -hmm. but they don't they scared how their partner's going to react. And it's just like, you know, is it worth, like, losing my relationship? But you're going to resent them because guess what? You're losing yourself.
0: Because that's not even what you want. Yeah, so you've like, got to commit, like, what's more important. You might want an open
1: relationship or you might want something different. But because you can't communicate that, you're going to lose yourself mm-hmm. trying to hold on to something that, that's not for you.
0: Exactly. It's you not know? for you. Because if, if you feel like you can't express yourself in the relationship, either you're not ready for a relationship or that relationship is not for you. Mm-hmm. If you can't find a sense of security and having communication with your partner, either you are not meant to be in that relationship, whether it's because of yourself and your need to grow or because that person just not for you.
1: Yeah. So even being, being in a relationship, like you hold on to certain things that you're going to, just, just deal with, like we were talking before, you're going to compromise with, and there's certain compromise you can make with, with your partner, but then again, don't lose yourself over it, don't give up too much of yourself for somebody else that you feel like is worth it, but then again, like we said before, you get into an argument, you know, you start resenting them, and now you're bringing up what you did for them, mm-hmm. you know, that, oh, I, 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 let go of this, or, you know, I compromised this, or mm-hmm. I didn't do this, and I,
0: Man, it's like nobody asked you, or if they did ask you yeah. and you didn't want to do it, then why don't you say something? Because mm-hmm. now there's just underlined with resent, resent, mm-hmm. resent. Mm-hmm. No, those were important topics. Convers- those <laughs> were important topics. I'm happy that they came oh. out. We were like, oh, we're done? No, we're not. We, we got some somewhere. Well, well, well,
1: <laughs> one, uh, even, even, you know, you get to fighting. You know, now you having that that argument about resentment. It, you, you might not have cheated at that point, but mm-hmm. you're arguing about something. But the argument could be so bad that you might be looking for an outlet. Mm -hmm. Like you might be fighting and, you know, you can't stand what, you know, maybe somebody's saying some hurtful things and you're not strong enough to even like deal with it, Yeah, you know, or deal with that person. And it's just like, you know what? Fuck this. Let me just go, you know, go out. Now you go out and you just let your guard down and you're not even thinking about that person because you're thinking the worst of the worst. Like you're so angry. You let Mm -hmm. your emotions get the best of you that now you're just going to cheat. You know, because you want to feel good in that moment. Like, all right, let me just cheat. Let me just fall. It's all
0: about the discipline and the understanding Mm -hmm. yourself, too. Like, that's really where it comes to. Like, It's just like, no matter what, like, if you have to meet yourself where you're at, if you feel like, okay, I don't have the space to mentally analyze what the fuck is going on within me. Let me go take a walk, because if I go take a walk, maybe I won't want to go to the club, because if I go to the club, I know I'm going to fuck somebody. So let me just go take a walk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to find different outlets and different ways to do things, because or else then you're insane. Because then if you're going to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, you're just going to keep cheating on people and keep doing the same fuck shit and hating yourself for it. So it's, like, and hurting other people. So it's, like, the same thing with other topics and other things, you know. It's just you can't – insanity, the literal definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results, you know. And then there's, like – it's, like, the same thing, like you were saying, even when you're fighting. Like, if I'm fighting with my partner, I'm, like, oh, I think you're cheating on me, this, and the third, and they didn't cheat, like – they're like, I might as well go fucking cheat. Might
1: as well. I'll, I'm being, I'm being charged. I'm being charged for a crime that I didn't even commit. So mm-hmm. might as well do. Might it. Might as
0: well. Yeah. Which doesn't mean it's okay. It's not. It's <laughs> at that point, not just okay. be like, okay, no. I'm breaking up with you. I'm gonna leave. Like that's yeah. the thing. is like we get so afraid. We'll just admit, like, at the most stand up thing you can do is be like, I know this isn't for me. I'm gonna go. You know, when you're cheating, cheating is cheating. Whether it's on a test or on a partner, you're not. You're you're taking the easy way out or the seemingly easy way out that's going to actually bring a lot more harm and detriment to not only everyone else but for yourself because then you're going to have to process that trauma you gave yourself and other people Mm -hmm. for however long it takes. So rather than that shit, right, put it aside, be like, you know what, I'm going to go take a walk. (laughs) I'm going to have a conversation with myself, a little business meeting. Maybe I don't want to be in this relationship. Maybe I shouldn't be in a relationship with anybody. Hey,
1: with anybody, yeah. <laughs>
0: Maybe I should go to a fucking uncharted <laughs> island and just, like, lock myself over there for a little bit because what the fuck is going on with me? So if- a lot
1: of things we were talking about, just being aware of who you are and the things that you want, Um, I was just thinking about this. I just want to shout out my parents. Anybody that knows me or knows my parents, they've been married over 20 years, and um, it was just my brother's 30th birthday party, and, you know, you see them together, and they're still madly in love, mm-hmm. like, madly in love like they just they just met and people see their relationship and they want what they have but at the end of the day they compare themselves to my parents but my parents found out you know they doing what works for them
0: yeah and they put in in the work
1: they put in the work they being real with who they are what they want and they they coincide with each other so with that being said it's just like you know they had those conversations what they want what you want things like that and that's why they when they out and about people see how they are that it's real, it's genuine, it's real love. Um, And, you know, people try to chase that or emulate somebody else's relationship. And it's just like, be real with yourself. That's not you. You know, what my father does for my my mother and what my mother does for my father, that's their relationship. You know, it's just like, so growing up, my father wouldn't let, you know, my mother carry any groceries in the house, anything like that. He was just a man. Like, I'll carry all the groceries, you know, you cook. So growing up, I seen certain things. Like, why should I do that? You know, um, so just doing certain things, maybe it didn't work for me, but if I was chasing after being like my father, I'm not saying anything wrong with that, but being a kid and seeing how he was, you know, I I had my own mentality of like, maybe that just didn't work for me or whoever I was with, you know, Mm -hmm. me me and whoever I might be with, this is our dynamic, Mm -hmm. you know? So then you start chasing somebody else's relationship or you emulate, you know, the things that they do. And then, again, it's it's not working. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it works for them, but it's not working for me. So it's now it's just like... It's
0: embarrassing because it's like trying... Like you said, it's emulating something that's not organically coming from you. It's not generating mm-hmm. from you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're giving yourself impossible, an impossible role to fill because literally if you were meant to do that, then you would be born them.
1: Yeah, so uh, uh, again, you know, all of these things, like you might just lead up to cheating and all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not real with yourself, you know, you know not real with your partner being truthful um communication is key 100 percent. communication mm-hmm. is key you know find somebody that you could actually talk to that's gonna understand you and listen to you mm-hmm. you know and like you said not coddle you but just you know support you yeah you
2: know
0: so thank you thank you mm. for real. thank you for sharing your insight and you know for Thank you for pulling up to Zen four years ago and being vulnerable because literally you said everything that I needed to hear, you know, and it's so crazy how God puts people in your lives. Like, I, I got so much closure from talking to a stranger about a topic that was really affecting me With but the same, way, I didn't even involve The
1: same way you <laughs> needed to hear that is the same way I needed somebody to listen to me. Yeah. You know, without, you know, oh, you're a cheater, you this, you that, like, mm-hmm. You know, just listen to like, just listen to me yeah. and give me the outlets or um, anything that I may need. I still got that book. I, I read it, you know, four years ago that uh, I got from you. It's called Learning to Love. Mm-hmm. Um, so even even just that, you know, I might have just needed that book in that yeah. time, you know. So it's like you come to talk to somebody and you may need them. They may need you. And the answers are there. You For know, sure. you just got to take certain things from certain situations.
0: Yeah. and allow yourself that it might not be the expectation that you want. Like, I so desperately wanted the closure at that time from my ex, and then, like, God just threw on a random, like, Thursday. You just pulled up into the store and was mm-hmm. like, yo, everything you've been wanting to hear. <laughs> I'm also a Leo. I have nothing yeah. to do with you. <laughs> but here is how I feel about my situation. I was just like, wow, this can happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally gave me hope that day like Mm -hmm. I was like wow this can happen like this is this is a person who can learn from it gave me hope in humanity because I was suffering so much by my own shit and and also the stuff I was enduring so like that day like it was very significant so I'm just grateful that you know I'm grateful you walked in and I'm grateful that four years later I hit you up randomly and that you were like yeah fuck it let's do it you know (laughs) and um and that you know you're out here representing for you know humanity in the way and 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 for the masculine that like you're taking accountability you're showing courage and you're doing what needs to be done you're doing the good work and that's and and that's doesn't always look perfect and that's not going to ever be healed but Mm -hmm. it will be healing always it will always be healing and um
1: but that work that that you do men and women um you might be doing it and it's a slow it's, it's a slow process with anything um and it might not be good enough for somebody, but, you know, somebody might be putting you down that it's not what they want at that moment. So don't let, you know, if you're doing that work day in and day out, don't let somebody discourage you that, that you're not working on yourself. You know, it's, it's a long process. Um, so
0: And it's not something that can be measured by people who are not doing it themselves.
1: Exactly. So
0: That's what's crazy.
1: If you sit with yourself and you find out your problems, your issues, what, you know, what you're going to start to take accountability for, um, all your wrongdoings, you know, just, just day in and day out, just do, do a little bit at a time. That's it, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's a, like you said, it's a healing process. You know, you won't become healed. It's healing. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. Yeah. So yeah, our I, our I, I codes and everything. i so <laughs> fractured at this point from all of the generational trauma. Mm-hmm. We'll be healing and healing and healing and like and but we get to. You know, Mm -hmm. we get to. We get to have the opportunities to have these conversations rather than just living in survival and not even reflecting on that, you know. So I hope that this conversation invoked um, different perspectives on whether you've been cheated on or whether you've cheated and whether anyone knows about that or not, you know, that you know about that and that you have the courage to kind of, like, sit with certain things that may have came up or that might come up for you. And, um, you know, I know that for me it was definitely healing with like understanding you know all aspects or the sides that we had here so thank you so much for mm. for pulling up and you know for being authentically you you know of
1: course and for those one other thing for those that are sli- that's listening um if you are going to have a conversation you know with whoever you know you're going to talk about what we said here it, it shouldn't be a debate you know it should be you know if you're going to talk about certain things you know support each other on what you say agree to disagree and um don't get into a debate about it you know you have your views on on what you uh what you think they have their views and just try to understand one another when you are talking about things that are uncomfortable even just this topic alone so that's that
0: yeah it's important to support each other rather than just like what's more important, like support or being right, you know, and Mm -hmm. being right is just perspective. So like we're fighting after an illusion. So to bring this podcast to an end, I want to just pull from this, this like little, it's like not exactly a deck. It's like this doctor created this. It's like a mechanism, right? But it just essentially has affirmations. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick a number, um, you know, pick one of these little cards, you know, putting the prayer and the intention for the feminine, you know, for whoever is listening to this, who has, um who needs to hear the feminine aspect, whatever affirmation, part of your healing, you know, um, to support yourself. I want to pull from there and see what is going to come out. And if you Are open to it. I could also do it. But if you're open to it, if you want to pull for the masculine, you're more than welcome. On this side, yeah. Wherever you feel, it doesn't have to be on either. Just wherever you feel, just putting that intention to what is it that the masculine you know needs to hear after this this podcast. Bless you. What is it? Two thirty-three. Two thirty-three. And this one's ninety-seven. So ninety-seven. Wapiti, perseverance, exchange of energies to support living together in community. Adjust to the pace of life around you, giving and taking energy, living together and being there for one another. <laughs> wow. Cool. 233. Do you want to read it? Uh, oh, yeah. Want me read it? Yeah, you can read it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, Oh, no, I put two. two three. 233. Uh, my bad, I didn't mean to put you on a spot that's like, like when you're in school and oh, no, you count I, I, and the people I, I are coming out. No, I, I, I'm, I, I'm sure could. you could. I was just like, I'd be tripping up on here, Oh, dude, But you just had that I voice just just that like, is
1: just like, <laughs> that, that voice you put on. So,
0: What is the path in, wait, hold on, 233. What is my path in life? And how am I ready to engage with it? So... Yeah, that's, like, really beautiful and important. You know, something that, like, the final thought that I have about this with my own experience is, like, anybody that I've experienced um, or witnessed, like, really cheating, didn't know who, like, with me or on me, didn't know who they were. And they were, like, searching for who they were. And... Um, that's something that i also think is like you know even though we've said that in all different ways i don't think it was worded in that way yeah of just like if you're cheating or you know indulging in all these different things like and it doesn't have to solely be cheating it's like maybe just changing the perspective and pivoting to be like it's okay to not know who you are in every moment you know and um and to put the intention attention that you're looking for from other people on yourself to give your space give yourself space to discover who you are is the safest the most beneficial thing i think not only for yourself but for everyone involved with you you know so yeah that's what i wanted to say before closing up and um yeah and like and, and the as far as like the feminine card it's like i don't know what animal that is a wapiti i i don't i've never seen that word before but um apparently because these are animals on this Uh one so i i'm gonna look that up after and if you listen (laughs) in you feel free to look that up (laughs) but uh the fact that it's perseverance like you know it's like having compassion for men you know or cheaters and it doesn't have to just be men you know but in this moment i'm gonna speak on it being men in the aspect of like because I, I pulled for the more feminine side, or the opposite of whatever it is that you're saying, I'm going to stop explaining myself now. So yeah, it's, it's like, looking and being like, wow, you know, we all had different traumas and experiences. And it doesn't mean that certain behaviors are okay. But I think women naturally have more of a sense of who they are. Because of certain things that we have, and we carry coming into this life, like we know we can give birth to a child like most likely not not all the time but like you know and there's like a certain connection and that's why in certain uh religions and societies like me- women are like really revered in that way and then like the patriarchy has hurt not only women but the patriarchy has hurt men and that doesn't get talked about enough how the societal of gaining power and conquering things and being at war all the time like doesn't only hurt women but it hurts men and i think that they're like having these conversations and also providing safe spaces for men to meet and have these like uh these conversations on different things that's why like men having men circles and all these different things that you can kind of find in the community not it's not always just men circles sometimes it's community circles and then men come you know and then you can might you might want to branch out and make your own so like you know if you're feeling cold or inspired for that just know that that's important whoever is listening or hearing this like we are all hurt in different ways and we all react to things in different ways because of how our hurt is stored so uh once we move past our shame once we stay in our shame we continue to do the same thing once we move past our shame and we're able to do things differently you know if you don't want to stop hurting other if you want to stop hurting other people you got to stop hurting yourself so that's all i wanted to say you know that's like my final thought (laughs) Yeah, but
1: like you said you know being at war you know a lot of men are and everybody they're at war with themselves every day and just because there's no no outlet for people to you know express their traumas and get over their traumas you know everyone's at war with themselves every day
0: so all right well thank you yes thank you for having <laughs> thank me you. of course of course and thank you for everyone who's listening and who have gave your feedback and energy i'm sorry i didn't get to read everything that's on the instagram live but i will momentarily uh, when we get off of this live so yeah and if um there's any information or anything that you want to share on here or in the future i could always put it and post it mm. and uh thank you for tuning in i hope that it resonates and May this podcast reach whoever it needs to at the time that it needs to meet them. So have a great day.
1: We out.